Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. Jessie Pope's Who's for the Game and Wilfred Owen's Dulce et Decorum Est are both poems written in the era of the First World War. It's really interesting to look at a com- well, comparing the, t- the two poems together and which poem you find more effective and why. Now, a key part of poetry comparison is making sure that you cross-reference between the two poems throughout your response. So whilst you, know, you don't want to scrimp on detail on each poem and go into all the techniques, form and structure, language, imagery, rhyme, rhythm and theme and tone. You need to also make sure that you're writing comparative sentences that draw contrasts or similarities between the two as you go through. So here's some ideas for things that you might want to think about. Who's for the Game um, uses quite a lot of informal or colloquial language. Come on, lads. What's the effect of that? Can you compare that to the tone of Dolce Decorum Est, which is very serious? Why? Try to draw out some of the impact of the atmosphere in both poems. In Who's for the Game, there's a metaphor running through the poem of war being a game. What's the effect of that? Perhaps you can talk about the way that it reduces the severity of war. Dolce Decorum Est uses the metaphor of the gas attack as drowning. Again, what effect does that create? Well, drowning's probably a lot easier for people to relate to than a gas attack. We've probably all experienced being underwater. How does that, is that effective in helping you um, support Owen's ideas that there's something very wrong with asking people to give up their lives in this kind of war? It particularly relates to the fact that the lack of equipment and the lack of good strategy in the war resulted in a lot of needless deaths, like the man in the poem who doesn't have his gas mask on in time and his life is lost. Now, Who's for the Game is full of repetitive, rhetorical questions. Why? What effect does that create? In what ways does it really make the reader listen? Both poems use that direct address. Um, Your country's looking and calling for you, Pope writes. And um, Owen, at the end of Dolce de Coromest, says, you know, my friend, you would not tell with such high zest. Why do both poems use that direct address and what is the effect? Both poems use rhyme, but to very different effects. In Who's for the Game, the rhyme is uh, safe words, that give a sense of security to the reader, which associates war with positive emotion. In Dolce de Coromest, the rhyme emphasises words and images that we would much rather not think about. The trudging and the sludging, but then later things like the blood um, and, and bitter as the cud. Overall then, think about the purpose of each poem. In Who's for the Game, Jesse Pope's calling people to sign up for the war and be patriotic. Dolce et Decorum Est uses that Latin phrase 
it is sweet and fitting to die for one's country, to bookend the poem at the start and the finish, creating a cyclical structure. The reason that Owen does this is because this Latin phrase is being used ironically, and in fact the poem was originally dedicated to Jesse Pope. Owen is questioning why we would want people to go to this kind of death, this horrible situation with the gas attack. It's physically repulsive reading the description of it, and that is for very good reason. It's very easy to write a poem encouraging boys to sign up, but what Owen does is he says, this is what you're actually sending them to. In the descriptions, he forces us to confront the reality of war that we would much rather not think about. And it's really powerful because it does make us question the propaganda, the old lie, capital L, lie. The lie that somehow you're not patriotic if you don't want to go to war and you are patriotic if you do. Owen is getting us to question the value of all these lives that have been wasted, particularly through things like marching without boots, coughing like hags. That simile shows how these young men, full of youth and life and vitality, have been reduced to nothing but beggars or hags and old women. The tone of the poem is very sober, and I think we can see that both poets are trying to do something very different. But which one do you think is more effective? Try to draw out reasons for your viewpoint whilst you compare the two poems throughout. And make sure you look in detail at a range of techniques and devices. Don't forget to look at form and structure, language, imagery, rhyme and rhythm and theme and tone. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please hit subscribe and share it with a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Teach Me Lit. I'm always open to requests. So if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.